1: For generations, Cash & Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash & Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call one 92 9226 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash & Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at Kitchens.
0: Castology. Hello and welcome to Castology, the podcast that gives us pseudo-professional sounding titles like Castologist and then gets us to tell you what podcasts to listen to. So I'm here with the lads, my fellow castologists.
1: Zane C. Webber, and I am a very professional castologist. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> and
2: Patrick Shearer, I'm the least professional I would imagine of the three of us.
0: And I'm Liz Best, and I sit somewhere in the middle. So I feel like it's quite a good trio we have. Yeah, we Guys, <laughs> <are. But> something <laughs> occurred to me on the way over here, and I feel like we have to. Sh- I had to share it before we get into this. So we're a podcast that reviews other podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what if somebody else starts a podcast that reviews other podcasts and reviews us and then it'll be like a podcast reviewing a podcast that reviews other podcasts? It could go on forever. I think and then
1: important. if we review <laughs> their review?
0: Then, oh, my God, my <laughs> head just exploded. It's
2: like who polices the police? These are important questions to answer. These and
0: are. Ask. And also explode our brains with.
2: I mean it's
1: the people, right? The people police the police? The peop- well, yes. So the so people have to police the
2: people who Police review us, yes,
0: right. So everybody, <laughs> because we could just get rev- enormous so heads and, and go, go <laughs>
2: mad with power. Okay,
0: yes. so sorry for that little side trip, but it just blew my mind on the way in here. So, what we get, what we normally do is we start off the podcast by talking about uh, the podcasts that we each brought to the table last week, have a bit of a chat about what we thought about them, and then go on to our new recommendations for this week. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off by reviewing what we suggested last week. Who? Well, wants- before we
1: do that, do we want to mention that we are doing a themed episode Ooh, yes, this week? yes, that's
0: right. So for the next couple of episodes we've been crafty and we've got themes for our recommendations. So our theme this week is comedy podcasts, um, which I know I had quite a few on my list. I know yours is mostly comedy. I- yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, comedy yeah.
1: slash Something else, yeah, and yeah. I think yours was comedy. Mine, yeah. A lot. Well. Mine
0: are very, very few of mine are like stand-up comedy, comedy, but mm-hmm. they're like a comedic twist on something because that's how I tend to cope with life.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. The two uh, podcasts that I've already ma- recommended are hosted by stand-up comedians, so I wasn't sure. I wish we'd known. I wish I'd known we were doing the <laughs> comedy theme <laughs> earlier because I would have kept one in reserve. See, I wouldn't
1: have classed either of them as.
2: Comedy. No, no, no. It's, it's,
0: it's like your comedy that you recommended to me literally made me cry. So <laughs> yeah, well, that was the closest thing I <laughs> had to a comedy. It was like it's
1: political, but it's a told the by closest a comedian. It is, thing you have to it comedy is very that's funny that's as well. It is mm. told with punchlines and Yes, and, mm.
0: and now we'll, that I've. We'll was, get to that. Yes. <laughs> we'll get yes. to that. So, first off, we're going to talk about the shows that we recommended last week. I recommended Criminal. Zane recommended uh, Smartest Man in the World and Pat recommended Dan Cullen's Hardcore History. So which one do we want to start with?
2: How did we do this last time?
0: Who knows? Does it matter? I, I have a I lot to drunk. say
1: about Hardcore History. Ooh, we'll I have right a ahead. moderate <laughs>
0: amount to say about Hardcore History. So let's start <laughs> with Hardcore History and Zane's opinion.
1: Well, even before Patrick mentioned it, like I've always been – a Big Dan Carlin fan. Mm -hmm. Um, The two main titles that I've consumed are Common Sense and Hardcore History. Yes. And Hardcore History is always just a mammoth, a mammoth effort. Like, two hours (laughs) is short, six hours is kind of, I think, is longest. Single like, single yeah, file.
2: Five-ish, six hours. I remember there's one episode of Blueprint for Armageddon which runs about that long.
1: Yeah, and then he sometimes serializes, like, I couldn't get it all into this one, so yeah. we're going to do another one. Well, I think-
0: Literally at the start of my episode, he goes, this is not a podcast episode, it's an audio book. Yes. S- yep. So strap in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. He got, he got <laughs> to that point uh, from the start uh, when
1: he was doing a podcasting and he's one of these guys that's just an immense intelligence Intelligence and craving for a very specific kind of knowledge. Mm. Um, And he's just really interesting insight into the things that he has consumed and then his synthesis of that information in giving it back to his audience. Uh, And he always tries to tie it into something that's going on now, uh, even though, like, Prophets of Doom wasn't specifically. Contemporary based, mm. Mm. oh, and all of this stuff. Like he loves Rome. Um, oh yeah, talks about Rome all the time. Uh, so I love Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, and it is definitely worth the four-hour runtime. Um, and any money that he asks for it, because like, he, like the you amount said, of it's an work yeah. Yeah. that
0: goes into that, if he wasn't charging, I'd be like, "Why? Well, what are you doing, man?" He's not
2: really like those are the episodes that have been around for so long yeah, that they've been archived. Like, like the stuff that he's got currently on his podcast, he's not charging for at all. But he'd have mm.
0: some pretty hefty advertisers. He, he does oh, he'd have, have good advertisers being yeah. that he's got and he'd probably so many have a hours to account. play with. But yeah, look. I... The first thing in my notes just says, holy shit, when he says hardcore, he's not kidding, is he? (laughs) Um, So when Pat first suggested this, he's like, does anyone mind if I recommend like a four-hour history podcast? (laughs) And I was like, no, that'll be fine. And the problem that I had with it, I'm going to start with the problems first because there was a hell of a lot of stuff I loved about it. But the problem that I had with it is that – I would start like regular podcasts that I listen to, I listen to when I have time in my life. And so I would get into the car, listen to half an hour of it, get out of the car. And then when I would get back in again, I'd be like, Oh, where am I up to? What was he just talking about? And I feel like when I sat down and devoted time to listening to it, I got so much more out of it than when I was listening to it in the regular snippets that I would listen to my regular podcast. Yeah. Um, Which did mean that I put it off for a couple of weeks because I was like, I don't have the time or brain capacity um, to deal with this right now. But having said that, I'm a massive history buff. Um, I think I've mentioned before I did both ancient and modern history um, at school because I'm a massive nerd. Um, So podcasts like this greatly appeal to me and what I really – loved about it is that it's very clear that he's done all of this research but the way that he talks about it it's as if he's chatting Off over a cuffs. beer yeah. with some mates about it so it's yes. this it's not it's this incredibly
2: digestible
0: yeah he's not like talking like it's not this he's reading from a script and talking at you he's being like yeah and so the rumors did this right and then all these people like he's just having this super easy to digest conversation which i think I mean, you, you can get away with being four hours long when you're being chatty about it, right?
1: Yeah. Mm. And I guess that's the difference between how we consume podcasts because I get to listen to it when I'm at work. It's like, oh, six-hour podcast, good, that's yes. today. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just going to be listening to that no, I can't while do I'm doing other my things. Life. Um, um, but like you said, like there's a fair bit of uh, clever editing that goes into his delivery style and taking out um there there was an interview I read with Ben who used to do his editing, his producer. Um I, I is he's he still, still still doing part it, it yeah. yeah, I think he's still involved. Um and it was just kind of like a yeah, he does talk a lot and a lot of it does go in, but there is there is some clever editing to make it a little bit easier to listen to. Yeah. And and a
0: little bit more seamless, I would Yeah, well, I imagine. can't imagine yeah. so there how wouldn't long be like, the rough cut would be. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like surely he'd be like umming and ahring yeah. over yeah. some things and he'd be cutting that out. It just sounds like the the way he just sounds like some kind of savant is just sitting down with you over <laughs> coffee and just like talking about so all So here's stuff. the thing
1: about Rome. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. And then
1: gives you six hours of quality content about yeah, Rome. and there's nothing
0: that you – like often when someone's podcast goes that long, I can usually sit down and go, okay, well, I'd cut that bit out and that bit and they could tighten that. There's literally nothing that I would tighten or cut out mm. of those four hours. So I would – Personally, I wholeheartedly recommend it, but if you're like me and you've only got time for snippets, it can get a little bit confusing to remember what part of this, you know, mega yeah. battle that he's talking about you're actually up to. I and would
2: recommend in that instance, he also does another one called Hardcore History Addendum, which are much shorter, ranging from like one to two hours. He'll often get people like uh, experts in that will interview and talk yeah, to. Yeah,
0: see, that would fit into my life. Not yeah. that, like, I'm not, not saying this kind of long form doesn't fit into my life. It does, just not over Christmas, New Year. <laughs> yeah. I've been super busy. It's been a slog. Yeah. <laughs> Um but yeah so for me I loved it um the the casual way that he talks about it won me over wholeheartedly.
2: Cool.
1: Oh, I th- I think that's a strong recommend from both of us is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I say so. Um so do we want to talk about
2: uh, Criminal? Yes. Yes, please do. So how did how did you like it? Patrick? I loved Criminal. Like a lot. I just, I I think I wrote something down about it just to refresh my memory. Just a little bit Um, of something. Yeah, so you recommended for me the Money Tree episode, which was about- Oh, that's a good one. Don't give away the- No, I don't want to give away what it is. But I I was a little bit refreshing because it wasn't about a gruesome murder.
0: This is what I like about Criminal is that it's all types of crime from, you know, like Zane, I gave an episode about some guy who just likes flipping the bird at police.
2: Called the finger, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't want to listen to that one now because I didn't get a chance to listen to editor. But after listening to uh, the editor, Money Tree,
0: love, it's about this guy who goes into prison and he can't even read a book when he goes in there, and he makes it his mission to learn how to read, and he becomes so well educated that he's literally editing um, encyclopedias. Wow! From prison,
2: that's like Free Ray Rick Ross.
0: I don't know he what was that this is.
2: Hectic coke dealer uh, from the nineties who went into prison almost completely illiterate and then learn how to read and then was able to prove that he shouldn't be in prison for as long as See, he was because of double jeopardy like or something like that yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good rogan interview i was thinking of other rogan interviews to uh, recommend Q-H. to you guys yeah. yeah i'll tell you after this
0: um so what did you think of the <clears> fact <throat> that it was that it's rather short form like all of the episodes are quite i no, thought it was good 20 it just minutes made or it under. very digestible yeah. yeah i
1: think that is there's a really good style of podcast because it's one that is rarely done very well mm. because it requires so much editing and succinctness of thought and format. Uh, I think uh, like I also really enjoy Criminal. I think it's it it tells the stories that you want to to, to listen to. um, So I listened to both The Finger and Money Tree. I didn't get a chance to listen to The Editor mm. and the uh, array of other ones that yeah. <laughs> were well, like, recommended.
0: Honestly, it's the type of podcast that you can, I think, that you can just pop on yeah. and have. Like I listen to it while I'm mowing the lawn. I put my Bluetooth headphones on and like mow the lawn <laughs> and get about three or four episodes done by the time I'm finished just because... It's interesting, and I'll just let it run over to the next episode because yeah. you know it's yeah. going to be. And like easy. if you're
1: just walking, yeah, like walking somewhere, and you're only going to be ten minutes, like rather than get halfway through an episode of something else, get through a whole episode of this. I think,
2: yeah, I think Criminals really well produced. Yeah, she's yeah. a very good interviewer. She gets. The right answers. Well, at least in the episode that I listened to, she gets the right answers out of these people.
0: Yeah. And look, I can't tell you, like with people who I know have listened to Criminal, every time something outrages me, it'll be like, I'm Phoebe Judge and this is Criminal. (laughs) Um, But she's got another one out that that I will be recommending to you guys um, soon called This Is Love. So she starts it off by I'm Phoebe Judge and This Is Love. Mm. And all of the stories are different. Aww. Love stories. So, just, you know, to get you away from the murder. Yeah. At some point, I shall be re- recommending that. Um, But yeah, I'm glad you liked it. It's, yeah, it's very just much so, so easy to, like, a little snack. It's a podcast yeah. snack. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, could not like be more different to hardcore history. Yeah. But still very digestible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. So. Shall we go on, then, to to the smartest smartest man man in the the world? The world or the universe? It's world. It's world. world. He hasn't conquered right. the universe yet. No. So when I first listened to this one, I, I pretty much remembered you just saying, oh, listen to anyone, without remembering that you said listen to the earlier episodes because he gets ranty. Yes. I forgot um, that as well. And I couldn't, and, and I got about two thirds of the way through an episode where I went, oh, that's right. I'm not meant to listen to this because it gets ranty. But um, the one I picked was um, an episode called The Year of the Woman because I couldn't yep. resist. Um. And even when he got ranty, I liked it because yeah. it was ranting about yeah. shit that I actually am quite passionate about now, but then occasionally you could see that he was kind of descending into anger that little, I'm like, okay, you're a comedian, bring bring it back up again, honey, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, it's
1: really funny because he does make a habit of when he's on stage doing that, he'll call himself out, Yeah. finish his story and then go back to comedy. Yeah, because
0: uh, yeah. Well, I, I, it's almost like, I could see his anger rising just by the tone of his voice with what he was saying. Um and so like you know I'm listening to this laughing my ass off he gets ranty and I just want to give him a cuddle and go, you know, it's all going to be okay. All <laughs> this shit'll get figured out once orange 45 is out of the white house. Um orange so yeah. That's right. <laughs> Um I really like when comedians riff on public affairs um and do it in a way that sounds like it's unrehearsed even though it's probably very well researched. Well he he
1: he does have like a sheaf of papers that he puts on a stool next to him that he'll flick through but it is mostly off the cuff. Yeah. And that's kind of This how is Greg
2: Groes by the way. Did we we I <laughs> yeah, didn't think yeah. we refreshed Greg that it's Greg, Greg proof. Um of. Whose line is it anyway, fame?
0: Yeah. And I already knew I liked his yeah. style of comedy. So when you recommended it, I was like, yay. Because
1: this is apparently just what he's like when he gets stoned with his improv friends after oh, a show. Cool. <laughs> and they go, So what about <laughs> politics?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And an hour of Greg
2: Brooks. Um, <laughs> I listened to. Silvers or Slivers, it was the most Slivers? recent one because I totally forgot to go back earlier to the less ranty <laughs> ones. So I'm going to have to do that because I got I, I got a little go bit back. bogged down with yeah. the rantiness. I, in, in Slivers, was his wife present? I think so. That, okay. He was talking to someone. I think it was his wife, yes.
1: Yeah, so in some of the more recent ones that he's recording in his house, his wife has actually got on mic and it's very – it's very interesting dynamic that the two have. Like mm. she's just constantly feeding him facts and he riffs on those facts. Yes. yes. He was yeah. thanking a
0: her a lot in the year of the woman one going, my wife has gotten me all this information. Thank you for her. She's wonderful. Women are wonderful. Yeah. Guys need to be, mm. stop being dicks basically. And I was, I liked it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go back and listen to some earlier ones. I think you should because I, I did yeah. as
0: well. Like I, I went back and listened to another one after I the rage took over and <laughs> – and, uh, the start of the episode is more like what his entire episode is like for yeah. me at the start. I don't know if he was ranty the whole way through yours. Yeah, he was but, pretty ranty the whole way right, through. Right, so he was yeah, like 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 it, lighthearted in the, at the start of mine. Even for me as
1: a fan, like some of his later episodes where like he gets really passionate about the political situation, um, they start to slow down and yeah. like I'm just trying to stick with it because like I agree with everything he's saying but I just can't. Deal with I that can't amount of rage in f- yeah, your life. Yeah, I can't
0: feel
2: that anger all yeah. the time.
0: I thought you would have dug it being that you're super into American politics. I am
2: super into American politics, but I don't think I a align with Greg particularly. It was interesting to see his take, but he's more of like a bleeding heart Democrat. Yeah. And I uh, feel like I'm a liberal. liberal. Yes, but so not Democrat. Democrat. Well, he was uh, what did he say? He said something about He was like,
0: bitching about Hillary in an yeah. earlier episode that I went oh, to. Oh, was it? Cuz he seemed like, like mm, a huge Hillary fan mm. in this one
2: that I was listening to I was like, "I'm not He a is a huge fan. Hillary fan. He's saying she he she got the election robbed from her. I was like, "That didn't happen. She <laughs> just gave it away." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, enough politics? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, Shall we get look, on to the funny? Let's yes. get on to the funny. Well, I mean, well, my look, funny is still very political. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. basically the same thing as The Smartest Man in the World.
0: Yeah, all right. So, well, let's get on to our comedy, yeah, she well, says let's, in his Let's, let's, do Patrick first. let's, let's do mine go, first. Let's, mine is
2: The Jimmy Dore Show from the Young Turks Network. Um, so this is a very a bleeding heart liberal as well who is very disaffected by the Democrats. So he, and this is what I like about him and disaffected Republicans in general. Someone who is no longer sort of towing whatever the party line might be, but they go, I'm sticking by my principles. My party is turned to shit and I'm going to call them out for their bullshit. So, so ex-
0: explain how the comedy in, well, he's cause... a comedian, and he does <laughs>
2: jokes at the beginning, sort of like a, a late night monologue. And then he also has his uh, improv, not improv guy, impersonate a guy call in and do pretty hilarious impressions of various people. Um, and yeah,
1: and, and so like mock interviews, yeah, mock
2: interviews with Al Pacino and I think <laughs> Al Franken and yeah, famous speakers of the house, yeah, Barack Obama, I think is one of them. It varies episode to episode. Um, and I just, yeah, I recommend you guys listen to any episode in particular. But, yeah, the more current probably the better because you'll get the most poignant and pertinent information.
1: And I'll also go back a little bit. I like to see mm. wh- when things aren't fresh to see how things have changed. Right. I do like yeah. to
0: see a bit of a progression too. So when I've got time I will go back and see, listen I don't, to don't You'll it have couple. to tell me
2: because I've only been listening to him for about a month or two. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, so it's quite yeah a new he's new because he – where did, I can't remember where he appeared, but I was like, I like this guy. And then I heard that he had his own show and I was like, well, I'm going to check this out now.
1: Long so, long show, short show?
2: Uh, what are they? I think they're about an hour long, aren't they? Let me just double check. But they're not They're not too long. I, I find them quite easy to just bang out sort of one after the other. Although I don't often do one after the other because it does get a bit ranty. Uh, yeah, they're about an hour long. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I like to... Listen to one then maybe listen to something else that's not quite <laughs> gloom and doom and then back mm. to him.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, this week I am suggesting another murder <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: another murder podcast.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's an inappropriate pause there. Um, so I'm suggesting another murder podcast because even with a the comedy theme I can link it back to murder. Um <laughs> So I'm suggesting a podcast called "A Very Fatal Murder," which was um, a podcast that The Onion put out in response to the plethora of, you know, investigative journalism style serial. Yeah, exactly. Like serial, like up and vanished. He felt like he was trying to be a bit of a pain, Lindsay. I don't know if you guys have listened to Up and Vanished. Anyone who's listened to Up and Vanished will know. Um Payne Lindsay, because he did this investigative journalism thing, and it involved they solved the case basically because of putting more public attention onto it, but it was a very similar sort of style in that you know they have music themes composed and it's all very well scripted and they always end on the American Vandal-style cliffhanger, like who drew the dick? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so that's – A Very Fatal Murder is very similar to American Vandal in that way, Um but it's six episodes. They're all only about ten minutes each because they want it. you know, like it, it's a joke that can't last for too long as yep. American Vandal found out after their second season. Um, and so – It it basically takes the piss out of the murder podcast that I love so very dearly, but because I'm so familiar with the genre.
1: And the tropes.
0: And the tropes, I think they do it very, very well. So um, rather than suggesting a particular episode, um, oh, actually, no, I just wanted to talk a bit about the story too. Um, So it follows... um, a fictional reporter called David Pascal who's a reporter for the Onion Public Radio OPR Okay
1: so <laughs> and NPR Oh yeah
0: <laughs> um so it's voiced by a comedy writer David Sidorov who's worked with Comedy Central and the Upright Citizens Brigade so he's got good pedigree
1: So is it is it scripted or improv
0: So it's scripted okay. it's very it's it's very scripted and curated serial style So do you say so. it's
2: just voiced by him or written by him as well
0: Um I think he did contribute to the writing. I don't know who the other writers were and I know that it was directed by two people but I don't know who um, because I'm terrible at research. Mm. Look it up. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, And so basically the whole thing is about he wants to do the best murder podcast in the world so he's doing a podcast about trying to find the greatest murder to do a podcast about with a computer sidekick that is built specifically to find what the most culturally relevant, violent, interesting and gruesome gruesome murder in the US is so that he can make his podcast win all of the awards. I think I
1: see where this is going. Yeah. I like it.
0: So because it's so short, so it's 60 minutes for the entire series basically, I said don't be lazy and listen to all the episodes because it's fun, I think, anyway.
2: All right then. So listen to it. I'll do it. Yeah, you I'll do listen, it. To you all listen, of them. listen to
0: it. You listen to it. Damn it. And you'll like it. Well, you might not like I'll it. I'll try.
1: <laughs> well, I am going to recommend, uh, again, a lesser known podcast called The Film Reroll. Mm-hmm. It's a Canadian podcast. Um, it is made by a group of role playing gamers who are also slash improv uh, artists. So, so
0: like most of the people like that us. I'm friends with. Yes.
1: Yep. Uh, and so basically they r- pick a movie or the, the, the game master picks a movie, makes up some characters, gives them to the people at the table and then they play out the movie and maybe it goes the way the movie does and maybe it does not. Usually it does not. Yeah,
0: I can imagine that the the sheer, you know, chance of variance when you're playing a game about a movie that doesn't have a preset script would lead to that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So usually they have a mix of people who have seen the movie oh, and people who ask. haven't seen the movie. Oh, that's
2: going to sow some seeds of chaos. That's great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, one episode, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's not one of the ones that I've suggested. He did a... It was for the Halloween episode, he did a slasher movie, but didn't tell anyone what slasher movie it was, Ooh. but he gave them the characters for a summer sex comedy. Uh, so they're all like teen characters Ooh, and yeah, they have fun. like Ooh. love and romance meters on their character sheets and what have you, and then it turns into a slasher and That's none of them knew that idea. it was coming. It was great. That's brilliant. Uh, and so they use a gaming system called GURPS, which is known G-U-R-P- S, which is known for being a very versatile game, so you can make pretty much any character with any set of skills in this system. Um, yeah, so it's I, I've suggested for um, for either of you um, the episode thirty nine and forty, which is from dusk till dawn. Um, so that's the Tarantino produced vampire movie. This is a very good example of. W- them not going the same way that the movie does.
0: <laughs> Which is funny because the movie itself is fairly unpredictable. So if they True. can make yep. that more unpredictable, that sounds fairly fucking chaotic.
1: Yeah. So you listen to some of the listener mail episodes and there's so many questions about like how the game master does what he does because there's so much content and structure even when it seems like he should be 100% improvising uh, that it's really hard to tell that he's not just making things up as he goes, be, but there's maps for where he's taking them right. <laughs> when right. it goes off the rails. So does he
2: just know his group so well that he knows what sort of railroading they might do? He says that he
1: does a lot of planning. Right. And I believe that because they say, like, he's got a a folder full of maps and and. Grids and lists of things <laughs> that could happen uh so it's really interesting uh even if you're not a role player, if you're a fan of it pick a movie that you know well or a movie that you like uh so one that I didn't particularly like was uh uh, uh Weekend at Bernie's, which Love is one of their film. more recent one well I've never I don't seen mind the film, film. <laughs> but I didn't really like because it went. It went out straight away. And it just was like we're not even in the same movie anymore. Yeah. Right. Uh, where I think from Dusk Till Dawn, they do a really good job of kind of getting into a similar situation yeah. and then things go crazy. Well, I mean, you
2: don't really have a choice in Dust Till from in From Dust Till Dawn. You kind of have to deal with the problem at hand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but they could go off before the problem at hand I mean, becomes a problem if <laughs> the game could. master was terrible at his job.
2: <laughs> but I mean there's there's people coming at you from all over the Let's angles not go in that into movie. that bar today. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so by all means if you, if you see a movie
1: that you want to see, perhaps uh, done then feel free to do mm. that one I I picked Dust from Dawn because that's probably mm. the most recent one that I really liked Yeah. Um, and usually it does end up going over two episodes
0: that's what I was going to ask yeah have they ever done one that's had to go over three?
1: Yes yeah there's I think there's one that got up to four parts like Wizard of Oz just went <laughs> Yeah. <out. laughs> that's yes. and there's so much lore behind the Wizard of Oz
2: that the yeah. GM knew that they oh just went God. crazy places with Wizard of Oz but yeah like four <laughs> or five parts. So is there like a Star Wars one and a Lord of the Rings one where you could just literally do like six episodes because it's just so much. I mean, they rich.
1: probably could. I don't think like that. Uh, I don't think they have. Um, I think they they stick to the more contained yeah, uh, sort of mm. titles for that reason. Yeah. But it's very entertaining to listen to. Um, they usually get most of the same people back each week uh, and with some guests coming and going with different games and different gr- numbers of people. Uh, so one of, one of the girls has a reputation for being very bloodthirsty. <laughs> and one of the guys Why has a reputation. look at me when you said that? <laughs> You're the only girl here. <laughs> And the murder-obsessed one. Uh, and one of the guys has a reputation for always being the first to die. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really, it's really interesting podcast.
0: Cool. Great. All right. Well, so that's the recommendations for our comedy podcast this week. So we'll go off and listen to those. And next week we will tell you what we thought of each other's recommendations and let you know what our new theme is going to be for next week. So we're Castology. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on all of the social medias. Isn't that right, Zane? Facebook. Facebook. Yep, yep. Yeah, Always on Facebook. Like us, yep. subscribe to us, do all of the things Give that you want to Give us your own recommendations. To us. No, that's bad. But <laughs> <laughs> send through your own recommendations because we are taking recommendations for podcasts that you think we should listen to. Yep, so
1: um, at gmail.com or you can go to our website, that's on canonproductions.com forward slash castology.
0: And I think we should do an episode in the future where we just pick ones and then go and listen to them. Just like random ones. Th- we put three in the hat that none of us have heard of and yeah. then come back and review them next week. I think that'd be good
1: yeah I'm keen
0: let's do it alright guys <laughs> thank you so much and we'll be back next week
1: ciao bye, bye. guys come home to ultra fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just 30 euro a month so you can now play games stream music and download movies at ultra fast speeds for less than ever before to switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30.
0: Availability subject to location. Set up these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds.
1: At Irish Life Health, we reward you for embracing a healthier lifestyle. With our benefit plan, you can get up to €250 Euro back on things like fitness wearables, gym membership or sports club membership like your local GAA club. Search Irish Life Health. We know Irish life. We are Irish Life Health. Irish Life Health Act is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Call us to see exactly what's covered